Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Tasha. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with us and we appreciate that. Today, I am here with Jay from Wolfpack. What's up, Jay? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? How y'all doing? We are going to be running down the weekend so far. We had Quali okay. today in Monza. Uh, mm-hmm. We had some drama that we're going to get into real quick. All right. So, yeah. Before that, I just wanted to ask, like, how, how are you doing? How's your weekend so I'm far? I'm doing good. I, I think the weekend is always what it is. I don't do hump days or weekends. I just do every day with grinding. Uh, I do like... <laughs> The qualifying sessions. I think this season qualifying has been a bit more entertaining than the races this season. So I agree. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, we are in Monza. Like I said, we are back with another ATA. Um, and that's kind of my favorite format so far this season. <clears throat> like the, the you know, sprint qualies are not my favorite, but I definitely like yeah. the... I like the uh, mandatory tire uh, allocation. Right, allocation. So yeah, so that's kind of been my favorite part of of this. And um, yeah, but before that, before we start chatting about okay. any of this, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody at home who is listening, who's watching on YouTube. Remember, you guys can give us a like. You can follow us. We would love to have you here at the Quick Stop F One community. Um, you know, give us a rating on Spotify, Apple. We would just love to have you guys around. Um, and there's also, of course, the Patreon where you can see ad-free content. So with all that being said, let me ask you this. Okay. What are your thoughts on the back and forth with Lewis Hamilton and now Max Verstappen regarding Lewis's comments um, from an interview he did this past weekend all where right. basically <clears throat> he's talking about his teammates and he says, quote, in my opinion, Valtteri and all my teammates have been stronger than the teammates Max has had. Jensen, okay. Fernando, George, Valtteri, Nico, these guys have all been very strong, very consistent. Max isn't racing against anyone like that. Right. Uh, well, first I would say <laughs> Lewis is actually pretty much responding to something that Max said off himself some time back. Because mm. if you go back, Max had said that Lewis is, he doesn't think Lewis had strong teammates throughout his career. Right. And Max had made comment that, you know, with a dominant car, you could beat everybody and, and so on. <clears throat> right. I think Lewis takes the approach where he ignores stuff for so long. Mm-hmm. And when they put stuff out there, there are people that like to grab hold of that and try to discredit Lewis. Meanwhile, they big up Max. If we take a look at the names that we just listed right there for Lewis alone, let's not forget Lewis came in as a rookie with a two-time champion in Alonzo. People right. like to praise him almost parallel with Max. Right. Trying to compare him and say Alonzo's great. Well, that's who Lewis came in with as a rookie in the other garage. Right. And let's not forget about the drama that Alonzo brought in the team to try and derail Lewis with him dealing with that. Yeah. So then you go to his next teammate. You're talking about Jensen. He's a world champion. You talk about Nico. He's a champion. So you look at Max's teammate list. I mean, the best teammate he had two, which is Daniel Ricardo mm-hmm. and Perez. And if you take their wins together, they still don't even outweigh Valtteri's wins. Yeah. And then your other teammate, Gasly and Albon, whoop-de-doo. We're talking about Albon <laughs> has no race wins. Fernando right. Alonso has 100 and something race wins. So when you start talking like that, people often, especially Max, delusional fans, like there's some Max and Red Bull fans out there that are completely legitimate. They support right. their team. They'll debate with you. When you bring receipts, it is what it is. But the other fans, you'll bring receipts and then that's when they want to start with the excuses. Oh, well, Lewis has been in the game. No, don't come with the excuses now. Statistical, yeah. factual data collected by Formula One says Lewis Hamilton teammates 
far outweigh, outperform, and are far better than any teammate Max has had. Yeah, let me read this. So uh, Max has had Max's teammates cumulatively have had zero championships. Lewis's four, 16 race wins altogether for all of Max's teammates, 82 for Hamilton, 86 podiums for Max, 293 podiums for Lewis's teammates, nine pole positions for Max, 82 for Lewis. And for me, what I find interesting about this comment was kind of the timing. Right. Because I feel like everybody's kind of noticed this like PR campaign to like big up Max and more specifically like what he's doing as like it's never been done before. You know, this is insane. And I feel like just with this like one little comment that Lewis made, it kind of like poked that poked the little bubble, you know, hole in that bubble that everybody's trying to create um, around Max and this, this like mythology that he is fighting so hard for these championships. And like, he's having a battle every week. He's the underdog. I mean, I've even seen his fans say stuff like the RB 19 is like, the is not as dominant as people are saying. Okay. So when you have that, like on the backdrop of all of that, and then Lewis just comes out and says something factual and everybody's rattled go. as a result. It's just very, it's very funny to me. It um, is. So in, it is just like crazy. And then it's like, you know, when it puts in perspective, too, because, you know, this happened, I think, on Thursday. So Friday, when we Friday, when we see everybody, you know, um, I think Brundle and Naomi or are we're kind of responding to this interview, mm-hmm. but they are not willing to straight out say like, you know, yeah, Lewis is right. They're kind of trying to be like, oh, don't discount Checo and da 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 Right. It's like. We've been discounting Chuckle all season. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, everybody has. Like, yeah. he just Who hasn't called him a bum? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he just finished spinning the car out in practice. Like, we we got a reminder no sooner than that. But right. yeah, they often do that. And that's, to me, that's a damn shame. But I, I've also, I've seen it the other way where Naomi kind of has defended Max in a way where yeah. uh, he had that situation they were talking about. And then the guys brought it up. It happened in the race weekend with Checo. And then she's like, oh, well, we're on today. Well, it's the whole race weekend, Naomi. I mean, we're, we're open to talk about anything that happened in the race weekend. So why is right. it that we can't talk about that? Right. And it seems more often than not people seem, and you know, this, there is this dynamic. I don't want to take a side because I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm, you know, riding the, the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And, come on. It, you just got to call a spade a spade and call it like it is. I'm no Max fan to his character. And I say right. that all the time. I can clearly look and tell you the guy's talented. He's a very elite driver. Right. He's doing what he's doing. But don't try to sit up here and this, this try to put powdered sugar on dog shit and make me think it's powdered <laughs> donuts. Don't do right. that. You know what I'm right. saying? Let's not do that because... You're trying to drum up this season. Everybody knows Max is going to win the championship, but you trying to tell us, like, right. we should appreciate what we're seeing. It's not that we don't appreciate racing, but we all know what time it is. So right. let's not make it really more than this. Max is going to win the championship, but there are others, like, the, the, the win, nine wins right. consecutive. People are trying to say that it's more impressive than Vettel's. How are you going to say that? Go look in 2013 at race winners throughout that season. You're going to see. It wasn't no quick, easy shot compared to what you're seeing with Max. So, no, right. it's not more valuable. It's not the cake. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not the cakewalk that we're seeing right now. And that's right. my thing. Is like, I don't really appreciate from the, like, the fans are one thing. I don't, you know, I think if you're a fan of Max, it's whatever. But I think it's the PR campaign, the, like, constant barrage of, like, we're seeing something greater than what we are actually seeing. That's, right. like, kind of, like, you're not fooling anybody. No. Um, but... In response to Lewis, we obviously now have gotten a response from Max. 
He says, quote, perhaps Lewis is a little jealous of my current success. He may think he gained something with that, with statements like that, but it doesn't matter to me. I think it's very hard to deal with the loss at Mercedes after all these years of winning so much. <laughs> it, what, what's funny to me is in that quote yeah. that you made, you discounted what you were trying to do. Let me right. tell people out here in the world who don't know. you Hating usually doesn't work from here down. It usually works from <laughs> here looking up. Right. Like hating usually comes from you seeing somebody with something that either you wanted and you don't have it. You wish you could get it. And usually it starts from a place of really adm admiration. You admire it, but you don't know how to react to it. So then you automatically start off negative. Right. Max, you're talking to a seven time world champion, bro. You're talking to somebody who you've been in this car. You still haven't busted up some of his track records. He's not hating. He's just calling it what it is. And I think Max needs to look at himself because I'm pretty sure when people talk about the 2021 championship, he feels sick a little bit about it. Like, damn, yeah. like I really when people talk about 2022, bro, they ain't even know if they want how they want to go about it with Japan <laughs> with the whole cost cap situation. And right. you you don't have as clear championships until this season that you can literally stand on and be like, yo, I everything was A to Z and we did it. No, bro, you right. cheated 2021. Uh, Lewis got cheated. Then we found out you all breached the cost cap. And now we're just seeing a ripple effect of you overspending right. with that situation. So, is, you know, Max is going to say what he's got to say, but Max is a person with little integrity and very lack of character. So, period. That's, I mean, I agree with you full. Like, it, when you start deflecting, like, when you don't even address the point and you start deflecting and trying to be like, oh, you're jealous, like, that's just clear. That just lets us know that what Lewis said was correct. It hit you. And it struck a nerve. <laughs> correct. Yeah, exactly. Like Horner uh, was reacting to it as well, I believe, on Friday. Couldn't say anything. And, you know, for right. him, he can come up with anything. He could spin right. anything. anything. He DJ Kid Capri. La right. Last year we were talking about the cost cap. He's talking about kids getting bullied on the playground yeah, and shit. Like, like kids are getting bullied because of like, <laughs> man, this bro, you are good, dog. Like you he really should go into politics. Yeah. Shit. Right. <laughs> he said, my mental health is suffering right. um, as a result of me cheating. So yeah, the fact that they couldn't spin it, they can't spin it in real time. So now they're just like deflecting is just very funny to me because yes. they spend all this time talking shit, saying stuff unprovoked, unnecessary right. about Lewis. About Lewis. And then right. one time he says something and he's just responding to a question. Now it's like, oh, World War Three has started. Right. Right. And that's how it is. Like you, it's almost like, yo, you should just take it and not say anything. Like, Correct. You should, yeah. You should be able to say whatever you want to say. And you just stay civil right. about it and keep walking. No. You take push the high me, road. Yeah. Thank you. You push me. It's not person. guaranteed I'm going to push yeah. you back. I might punch right. you in your face. But that's how it is with <laughs> physical contact. Right. So, yeah, definitely. We're talking about the same guy who told Lewis to shut the F up while he was on making his speech when he won the race. We're talking about the same Correct. guy who made notions that he wanted to ride Lewis like a horse. Like, this is the dude y'all talking yeah. about as a victim? Come on. Right. Now, now quit these shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's just too, it's been too much for me. I'm just like, wow. The fact that nobody really wants to call it what it is. And then the fact that you see so much backtracking, so much like deflecting, so much mm -hmm. fence sitting. It's like, you know, on Twitter, we're always talking about like, oh, these people are getting paid to talk about this. You know, they, it's really starting to look like that. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like. They on the payroll. It's on the Y'all, uh, the Venmo payments are coming through. Like, I don't, I, it's just like very hard to kind of reconcile like what we're actually seeing in reality, like what's on the record right. books in the history books and then what they're trying to say right. is reality. And I don't, I personally, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get down like that because this is sports. Like, 
Indeed. We sports, there's a record here. So it's like, you know, trying to make it something that it's not mm-hmm. greatest of all time after two very questionable titles is wild to me. That does not happen in any other sport. I can't even like think of another time that that's happened back right. to back like that. You know what I'm saying? And then being told, why aren't you appreciating it? Exactly. Exactly. You guys don't know what you, you're seeing. I like. I think we know exactly what we're seeing. Hence, why we're not buying this shit. Like, <laughs> you right. can dress Where it up tax how at? you want. <laughs> right. Where is exactly? Where's Where the cost cap uh, from this year? Like, exactly. or from last They've year? They've been real quiet about that these yeah. days. By this time last season, we were already hearing what the cost yeah. cap. Now they just being completely silent about it. I told mm. people they're gonna try to wipe it on the rug and put it out yeah. when the season goes off. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know. But anyway, that, yeah, I'm glad we kind of on the same page with that because I'm just sort of like looking at the comments and looking at the back and forth. And I'm like, where is the back and forth? What is it even back and forth about? Like we're talking Nothing. about Max, is Max's teammates not being of the caliber of Lewis's former teammates. Right. Which Max, Max started it. that shit. So it's right. I mean, bro, you should have looked at your own roster and knew better than that. Right. Like, you know, the same thing with Alonzo talking at one point in time that Max's championships are more valuable than Lewis is like, bro, we we know you hater number one. You like ground hitter, ground <laughs> right. zero, bro. You ground zero <laughs> hater, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to play a hating degree, like yeah. for real. Right. So yeah, it's nuts. Watch. It's it's just crazy. Like listening to them try to gaslight. And I'm, I'm just trying to enjoy the sport. And I'm just like, why am I having to constantly hear so much like lies all the time? All the time. This is a sport that deals in nothing but data, numbers, figures, exactly. graphs. Why are we sitting here saying stuff that is like shot in four fucking K <laughs> is not reality. Right. But this Disney no. fairy tale shit that y'all trying to sell us, we're supposed to just eat it up. Like that's. I'm telling you. Thanksgiving okay. came early, they said. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, oh, my God. All right. Well. Thank you. Thank you no for problem. that combo because I really love talking to somebody about that. I've been like trying to, I've been holding it all day. Like, right. what are we doing here? Like, this is crazy. I'll let that shit fly on my channel. Like, y'all not going <laughs> to give me this, bro. I got a whole, let me bring these facts up for y'all real quick. And when you saw right. facts, then they get mad and they want to, like, come on. Like, Max right. started winning to like his seventh season, bro. Lewis yeah. Got his, bro, y'all be tripping. Like, Lewis got his yeah. championship two seasons in. And then they want to try to say, oh, well, he was always, no, he wasn't always in a dominant car. And so right. you know this, like it's yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's basic crazy. facts. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's a basic baseline reality that no matter when you started watching, you can just research. Thank you. And watch and see Good what point. happened and Good read point. what happened. So there's just the baseline facts, and then there's whatever shit y'all are trying to make up to overinflate this guy. And my my thing, my point on this has always been: let time be the judge. How is anybody the greatest of anything? Two years into dominating something. Thank you. Of all time, Thanks. the T stands for time. <laughs> like, we're going to need to let Thanks. some fucking time fly by before we can say Facts. how he stacks up against other people who have had way better, longer careers than him. Facts. So, yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I just hate the I just hate the fence sitting. You say what you know. You know. (laughs) You know exactly what it is. (laughs) Right. They don't know. They the funny thing is they know. They just try to change it up so they can make you think you don't know something. But yeah, like all this, he's the goat after nine wins straight. Like, do you realize when they say the the record, they say equaling. How the hell you call him the quote goat when he's equaling a record? And then on top of that, I'll tell you what. Give me $100 for every record and stat Lewis has, and you get $100 for every one Max has, and then we'll see Big Bang take Lewis. Right, right, you know, right. They're not going to do that. <laughs> they're not going to do that like, oh, well, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and on that note, let's take let's, a little break. Roll. Yeah, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. So let's get into Quali. Like I keep saying, we're in Monza. We yeah. have Double the all. Yeah, we have the alternative tire allocation in full effect. Once again, the first time was uh, Emila. Uh, no, Emila didn't oh. happen. The first time, I believe, was before the, before the summer break. Just before the summer. Pole, yeah. Pole, oh, Hungry, Hungry, yes. Hungry. Yes, Emila yeah. was supposed to be the when it was implemented at first, right. but we ended up doing it at Hungry. Correct. Yes. yes. So I enjoyed that. Like I said a little bit earlier, I really did. I do enjoy this uh, format. And, you know, seeing how they kind of strategize these, you know, mandatory tire usages yeah. is really interesting. Um, is. What did you think overall of Quali? Uh, I think Quali was was good. I especially took highlight to I was kind of focusing on on Liam. Uh, I've been really focused on Albon. I've yeah. really been supportive of him ever since he started going through his transition with Red Bull. And I felt people were giving up on him. And I really mm -hmm. have enjoyed seeing him really come to light in a team that definitely has been viewed for some time after, like I always call Williams the team that fell, the angel that fell from heaven one day that will return. And right. right now they're really looking like they're trying to get on track, unfortunately, with some other things that we can go into at a later date, you know, with the mm -hmm. money, the cost cap and facilities. But other than that, uh, I really enjoyed seeing that. And I'm really kind of looking to see what type of situation is Liam going to put Red Bull in? Because I want to know mm. what they're going to do if they stay true to character. They're all about if you can't show me what you got right now, you're out of the door. When right. Danny Rick came back, I think premature already. Yeah. Three races in, he's broken, literally. Mm. William gets in the seat and so many people have been wondering, like, when is he going to get a chance? When is he going to get a chance? He's been doing yeah. good in the Super Formula. Now he comes in and the come in P13. His last race was like, OK, all right, you did what you were supposed to do. You brought the car home. You, you, you didn't get right. points, but you brought the car home. You weren't last. And I know we had three cars that were retired, but still, he came in P13. Still, yeah. And seeing him come in today, I think was like, hey, if he shows steady progress, and I can mm -hmm. only imagine if he happens to get one point, because at this point in time, AlphaTauri has had four drivers, only three points by way of Yuki. I can only <laughs> imagine if Liam brings home a point, what do mm -hmm. you do then with bringing Danny Rick in? And then how much right. shit do you have on your face for firing Nick DeVries prematurely <laughs> and really not going anywhere? Right. So this whole time you had a driver in your midst you could have really relied on. You got right. rid of a driver you didn't, didn't give enough time to get on. And so you kind of look like you're just scrambling like a chicken with his head cut off. But it, it works for Red Bull because they have an unfair advantage. You right. got two teams four cars and four drivers. Other yeah. teams don't have that luxury to bring in random drivers, put them on their junior team, their farm team, and if they pan out when they roll the dice, bring them on up. They can't right. take those chances. They only got two cars. They only have right. two seats available. So, you know, I'm really enjoying that. So Q1 really showed me that for Liam and Albon, and I like that they made it made it through. I like Albon made it through. Yeah, I agree. Um, Albon has definitely been impressing me, and to your point earlier about Williams, like, they remind me so much of like peak Apple, like when oh, Steve Jobs was there, like Johnny Ives was there. Yeah. I like they the way they talk about the car. They are very passionate about it. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's just the way that they kind of are, uh, you know, putting their heads down and just grinding has always just felt like to me. I'm like, that's a cool that's an underdog story. It, you know what I'm saying? So when underdog. they succeed, it's more special. Right. And it's just interesting. I mean, I'm just like the fact that they're ready to turn it or they're trying to turn it around. And right. I mean, in a cost cap era where they already don't have a lot of money to begin with. 
True. You know what I'm saying? We saw their floor, what they're working with. You know, uh, James has talked about the facilities and, you know, he's working to get everything kind of like up to scratch with everybody else. Right. So, yeah, it's just been cool seeing their turnaround, but I, their progress has been really amazing. I think um, in terms of Williams, the, the one like kind of question mark is, is hmm. you know, Logan Sargent. Yeah, uh, you know, mark for real. big question mark because now that the team is improving so much, it's like, what do you do? Right. Because when you're not doing good, it's yeah. all right to have those type of drivers right. because you got to minimize money on the drivers and spend it. You know, you, yeah. even though it's not part of cost cap, I don't believe driver salaries, but still throughout an organization, do we want to spend this money there and just kind of allocate this here? Mm -hmm. But when you start getting cars that start coming alive and then you start separation yeah. of drivers where you got Albon consistently Look at how many times right. Albon's been at top of the charts throughout Q1, Q2, Q3, FP session. And then yeah. look where Logan's ended up. But the truth is we still have to give Logan time. I want to be fair to him because he is yes. a rookie. So yeah. I want to give him next season because he does deserve that to get allocated, you know, get used to everything that's going on right. and then see what he produces. But at this point in time, people got to stop with the Captain America shit. And everything else, like <laughs> you might even yeah. have to start calling, stop calling him Sarge. Like, really, he's private. He's right. private lying right now. Like, let's just leave it there. So, you know, what, what is it? Inside, like when you first sign up, you're like, right. you're just, you're just, you're you just ain't got there. shit. Yeah. Get your uniform on, bro. We about to head on out. Like, that's right, it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so just a quick recap of Q1. We, my, I took a lot of notes as I always do. Um, so basically, I noted that we have a new engine for Checo and Gearbox for Signs. Neither one of them get a penalty. These are part of their allocations. Um, to start out the session, it is dry. Track is real hot, about 100 degrees on track. So, yeah, that's fun. Mm -hmm. And here we go. So for um, we start out, Max is basically first on the track. He gets a lap deleted right off the yeah. bat at turn seven, um, which they also mentioned that they have an extra wide line. So, you know even worse that you mm -hmm. kind of go off because it's like extra space that they're giving <laughs> you. Um, yeah. Um, and then the lap deletions kind of kept coming. So we had Alonso, Stroll, uh, Ocon, Gasly, Piastri, mm -hmm. um, all with lap deleted, lap times deleted. We had yep. Ocon with damage. Car gotten went in the gravel. Yeah. Big damage on Pretty his car. car. Right. Mm. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Alex, he basically ended up going fastest in sector one, 26.9, um, which was one of the fastest times. Of, and that was like toward the end of the session, but he had one of the fastest uh, sector one times. And uh, they also mentioned that Williams developed a special wing for Monza, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Cars already described as like slippy. So yeah. it was pretty cool to you know know that they actually spent a little extra time developing something specifically for this. And obviously, as we go through quality and we talk about quality, like it just comes it becomes abundantly clear that like the car is is kind of like really meant for this track. They really yeah, did a it's good a job. It's a slippery car. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of that, we basically have both Alpines kind of sucking <laughs> a little yeah, bit right. uh, toward <laughs> the end of the session. Uh, obviously, like I said, Esteban had some damage, but they both weren't able to. Uh, improve on their lap times toward right. the end. They was yeah. out there. They got to go yeah. back to the trailer and play F one twenty three. Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we had Albon who went second fastest, and Yuki actually was fourth fastest in that time in that session. Um, we lost Stroll, Magnussen, Ocon, Gasly, oh and Joe. <laughs> when you say Stroll, I just think of Oof. it. Just I, I I don't think of anything good. 
It just, I think Me about either. the waste management. That's what I think yeah. about. When you say stroll, I think about waste management because they got a green <laughs> logo too. And I'm just trying to say, like, I also think about how much money Lawrence mm. is willing to throw into a black hole of don't pay me back. So that's how you know you, you got money. You don't care because right. you got when a you whole call seat going away. Yeah. You could just throw shit away like, bro, right. hey, bro, Lawrence, if that's what you want to do, bro, you can show everybody I can throw as much money that I want as my losing son as long as he can be right. in Formula One. But I don't give a shit about Aston Martin really being a winning team. Like, at all. See, and speaking of Alex, I actually, I would love to see him paired with like Alonzo at Aston. That would be I don't dope. really see him at any other team, but I feel like yeah. like Ferrari, I've heard. I'm like, I don't want to. Nah, don't go I feel there. like he would just go to waste there. Yeah. So Red Bull's obviously not going to happen. Mm, don't but go back there. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't go back. Uh, Don't spin the block on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, yeah, Aston, Aston, if they ever get serious and get rid of Stroll, I think would be True. a great place for him because I feel like they're kind of in the same similar vein as maybe not as similar as Williams, but you know, they're kind of rebuilding that team, right. you know, they're and on up this season after a up, yeah. season, but they're really doing well. I mean, they're yeah. doing well with one driver, but the team has to be doing well and the car <laughs> has to be doing well. Cause Alonso right. has shown us that the car has the capability to land podium seven while stroll cannot manage that. And I don't want to hear any damn excuses. Yeah. Like I saw on TV with them saying, Oh, well, you know, he didn't have any time in the car because Felipe got it. Are y'all really shitting me? We can look at several classifications. Stroll got plenty of time. He's been in Formula One for a long time, a little while. You know that, right? He's not that guy. And and, and unlike the situation at Red Bull with the whole controversy we want to bring in, maybe Red Bull will do a slight in Checo. Checo's Mm -hmm. slighting himself. You can't do that at Aston Martin. It's the owner's son. They're not yeah. tainting his car. There's nothing like that happening. It's he is him. the problem. He's the problem. <laughs> it's crazy. Dead last in an Aston. Dead Aspen. last. Come on. Now, we're not going yeah. to blame that, attribute that to Felipe yeah. getting to have some free practice. <laughs> right. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. Oh, my, oh my God. Yeah. Anything to not be accountable. Right. I mean, yeah. If that well. was Lewis Hamilton, you know, Lewis, you see Lewis Hamilton, they already trying to chime in to my, oh, yeah, Lewis Hamilton getting outclassed by Albon. Like, right. Y'all will do anything, say anything. What about the <laughs> guy in the back in a very right. performing car? Forget right. that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and the last thing that happened in Q1 were Leclerc and Sainz both mm. getting noted for uh, going over the maximum lap time. Noted. So noted. What do we gotta say? Consistently inconsistent. Don't tell me that's not home field advantage. Right. Either they were over or they weren't. And we're talking about both cars, not one car. But then they want to go and say, well, because they stayed to the side and Mm. they managed it. No, they no, what you did was just the home track. They got on pole. Had they not right. got on pole, I bet you that shit would have came down the pipeline. Oh, yeah, it don't matter now. Go ahead and hand them penalties out. Right, right, right. <laughs> what was Gunther saying, though? What did Gunther say? He said, like, the inconsistency. He's He called them out, and then he got basically reprimanded for that. But that's yeah. what he's been saying. And, I mean, obviously, lots of other people have been saying that as well. But it's just, like, it's just very interesting that suddenly now we are very uh, selective about... Facts. How we apply things because this was the they just announced that this was supposed to take effect this weekend. You need to complete your lap. I think it was like a minute forty one or to get right. started Correct. to Correct. start your lap, so minute that the people weren't like so you weren't like overly backing people up right. and you know keep the shit moving. And so mm-hmm. yeah, for both Ferraris to both get noted for that, right? And then they're like, well, you know, never mind, it's fine. In one setting, you wasted your warning. Now we got to penalize at least yeah. somebody. Like whoever right. did it first, the second <laughs> right. one is getting that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. 
It's not crazy. That's just inconsistent. Consistently inconsistent is what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's move on to Q2. We're on mediums. Q1 was hard. Um, So now we're on mediums. Um, And yeah, so just like the quick rundown for that, I said you had Verstappen, Albon, Perez, and Alonso top the timesheet kind of to start. Ferrari uh, starts to fight back a little bit. Science is the first over the line um, with a 120 lap. So from there, we had kind of George and Max having like a little weird uh, interaction. George needed to overtake Max to start his lap. Max ended up going into the pit. So he was just in the way, basically. Mm-hmm. Impeding. <laughs> Impeding. <laughs> um, but I noted that like both both, both Mercedes look really like kind of sluggish. Um, yeah, I mean, since practice. Yeah, since practice. Say, yeah. Yeah. Our car's draggy. So, I mean, it was it was to be expected that we wouldn't do great here but you right. know it's still a little you know you, still doing a little something. shocking yeah right. um so george goes p6 lewis p12 which was wild mm-hmm. to me um but he basically was impeded by perez and he also kind of complained of having no grip when he gets back into the garage mm-hmm. um then we get a two-minute warning huge traffic jam at the end obviously everybody goes goes back out and then all the drivers are basically being directed to overtake each other for track position so that was chaotic um lewis basically improves to p5 russell p7 um leclerc tops the sheet albon goes p5 then you had basically the you know ferrari red bull kind of back and forth and the gap between the two uh, teams was only four hundredths of a second. That's so, crazy. yeah, it was pretty wild. And I also noted, I felt like McLaren, McLaren and Alonso didn't feel as uh, fast either. So kind of like Mercedes, just sort of like middle, meh, sort of meh. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, just kind of meh. Um, what did you have any, like, thoughts on Q2? Uh, no, nah, Q2 was... Q2, I thought was, I thought that was when Albon shined the most. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, when you go into Q2, they expect, even if you pop tall in Q1, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, Q2 is where the division's really going to happen. Right. And right. I think for Albon to pop, what, he, what was he? He slid down to fourth or something like that in Q, yeah. Q2 going into Q2. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, yo, this shit's yeah. real. What's happening yeah. at Williamson with Albon, because this is not the first time we've seen this. Be, they've been consistently improving and popping in these areas with Albon, at least. And right. I was like, this is a good moment for him making it into Q3 again. He's mm-hmm. so... To the, I was like, that was my highlight for Q2, honestly, yeah. for me. Definitely yeah. a highlight for me. Uh, low light definitely was for, you know, Mercedes. <laughs> and I, I'm wondering if... Aston Martin had a good moment of the Cinderella type, but now turning mm-hmm. back into a green pumpkin, which I want to see. <laughs> and McLaren might be turning into a real pumpkin. And right. I want to see what's going to happen there. But like you said, it's draggy. And this track, it really is not good for a draggy car because the straights are so long and the, yeah. cor- the turns are high speed. Mm-hmm. There is not straights broken up with technical turns, whether it's a constant radius, medium radius, you know, reduced these right. this is all straight high speed turns so if you're drag you're dragging for majority of the track so it doesn't work well for that so yeah you know i think uh, people made a lot of fun of albon williams and their floor but it's showing that at this track at least it can pop tall and albon's Listen, been doing it in other yeah. tracks and i like it so q2 to me yeah. albon again was a star right there yeah i would agree with that i think albon uh yeah it, like you said it's not that he's just making it into q- q3 or q2 it's the fact that like he's p4 p5 like he's not at the bottom of the timesheet he's not really in that much danger he's very comfortably Mm -hmm. um 
you know, putting his car up there. So yeah, for me, I agree. I think Albon is just kind of like the story of the season for me. Yeah. Like he's just somebody who's just, I've, I'm very drawn to that because it's like you, your story is just very interesting to begin with. But the fact that you really are just like grinding, putting your head down. I mean, that's your word. You grind, yeah. like, you know, you, right. you guys can relate to that. So yeah, I, I feel like he's just been like, for me, the story of the season yeah. and yeah, really happy um, for him. So in Q2, we lost Sonoda, Lawson, Hulkenberg, Botas, and Sargent. Mm-hmm. Um, and fun fact for this, Lewis, because he got through to Q3, became the first driver in F1 history to reach 300 Q3 appearances. Crazy. That's, shit is nuts. Crazy. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, people. Right. Setting, setting records in quality. Like, that's nuts. So... Good for Lewis. Um, let's recap uh, Q3 really quick. Right. And basically, we are on softs. So everybody's favorite tire compound. Fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, Ferraris start out strong. They they take provisional <clears throat> pole um, one and two to start the session. I think it's kind of Leclerc, then Sainz kind of. And Sainz throughout this weekend has been a bit faster than Charles. So they, you know, you can kind of start to see them uh, being really competitive and and trying to like top the timesheet between each other. Um, we also see Max hitting the gravel during his first lap, mm-hmm. which is a bit uncharacteristic for him. He's been pretty consistent about like not, you know, doing too many mistakes this season. So that was kind of a big mistake. It put him, I think, around like P3 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Still down. was able to recover. Yeah. Um, Lewis and Alonso first laps, uh, not great. I think they both had new tires, but still did, weren't mm-hmm. able to do anything with that lap. Um and yeah, basically, then you kind of get toward the end, and we have Leclerc Verstappen and Science in a three-way battle for pole. Right. And it, uh, Leclerc crosses first, yeah. then Verstappen. Verstappen gets for provisional pole, and then Science comes out of nowhere and, and takes it. Yeah, and then we, of course, um, we got Max with the deleted lap time. Yeah, another deleted lap time. Um, right <laughs> shit been happening everybody could know right so yeah i mean that was it was a pretty short session obviously yeah. people aren't doing it that many laps but um it was exciting tofosi were happy yes. you know the crowd went wild that was a lot of fun to see yes. um max got booed uh girls were were not happy with him so yeah, the first time but people <laughs> swear they just hey no it's just what right. it is. but you boo lewis and throw black cats and wear black face to the races ain't nobody you don't want to talk about that but max get booed and his he hurt his feelings hurt his fans feelings hurt y'all need to stop. exactly yeah exactly so that basically concludes quali um i'm gonna set the grid really quick so from p10 <clears throat> we have Alonso, Norris, Hamilton, Piastri, Albon, Perez, Russell, Leclerc, Verstappen, right. and Sainz. Um, so real quick, Max is going for his 10th win in a row. Mm-hmm. And this will be the 15th win in a row for Red Bull if he is successful or if right. Checo is successful. Um, so real quick, we're going to do some race predictions. Okay. We had some people uh, tweet us. And did you already have the link? Uh, let me see. Did Christopher pull that's it up it. for you? Okay, got you, got you, got you. All right. All right. So you can pick if you want. Um, you can go first if you like. <laughs> the race predictions. So you want me to go off the race predictions that we got up here from the people or what we're doing? From the people. So let's okay, start with so Twitter got, and then we'll pick our own. Yeah. Got you. So um, we got somebody up here, Max, Charles, Sainz. Uh, I think it's hard to count Max out. But I'm going to go ahead and see if I'm uh, going against my better judgment, really. This is where you're going <laughs> off like fairy tale shit instead of statistical data. 
But mm-hmm. I just wonder if Ferrari cannot be Ferrari for another day and not fumble it up. And, and yeah. all types of F words go with Ferrari besides for Ferrari, but don't do any of those other F words <laughs> and see if they can actually convert this pole into a race win. I would mm. I would like to see that. Not only yeah. just for Ferrari for the sport. Uh, I'm thinking you can't take Max out of that top three regardless. Uh, uh, what I saw from free practice and quality with Mercedes and Aston, I just can't give it. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Saints because he's been performing better than Charles. I'm mm-hmm. going to go with Max. And then I will go ahead and say Perez because Charles has been in his own way. So I would go ahead and say you're going to have mm-hmm. two Red Bulls on podium and maybe see if Carlos can get the win, if not stay on podium. Mm. All right. Let me read one more from the fans. Um, I'm going to go with Tico. They said Carlos and Max might trip over each other. Ferrari is going to mess up Charles's race, and the Williams may not hold on for too long. I don't know. Therefore, my uh, podium is Perez, Russell, Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. so, how do you feel about Carlos and Max uh, starting together? Because, I, I mean, Carlos and Max, I feel like I, kind of are like, yeah. uh, similar. Yeah. Right. They are similar. But <laughs> what I've seen from Carlos is this. When the opportunity presents itself and he mm-hmm. thinks he's prepared to take that opportunity, he will do it. Yeah. He did that yeah, against Charles true. in the race. I can't recall which track or which race it was, but they wanted him to switch. Carlos said it's not happening. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. And he took that podium. Carlos is yeah. not going to allow easily for Max to take such a podium from him if he really thinks he can get it. And yeah. I also would like to see if Carlos would do different than what Lando does, because for some reason, Lando likes to be a doorman and he does a good job at it. He puts <laughs> his gloves on, puts his little tux on, he gets his bell, right. he opens up the door and says, Max, come on through, buddy. And I want to see what Carlos <laughs> is willing to do, how yeah. resistant he'll be with that. So yeah, um, I, agree. I think uh, this other one y'all have up there, Maris B, definitely not Mercedes. The car can't. I'm going with Sainz, Leclerc, hmm, Albon, which is wishful mm. thinking. But I like that mm-hmm. wishful thinking because right, it's Albon. Right, right. It's very wishful <laughs> thinking. But, I, hey, I'm not mad at that because dude, right. different circumstances led to Gasly getting a podium. And it ain't like he's been getting them all the time. So right, exactly. maybe something happens and Albon with the Slippery Williams maybe could do something. Uh, and I'll never put that energy drink team on the podium. I'm not mad at that either. Hey, <laughs> energy drinks are really bad for your health, so I'm not mad at that. Right. Man, you got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me do one more from the people, All and right. then I'll do my race prediction. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I like Amelia's tweet. She says, "I wish I'm wrong, but Max will win again." Uh, one, two Ferrari, one of two Ferraris will get fucked by the strategy again. Perez will try to get to P2 ASAP and by any means, legit or not, as ordered by Horner again. <laughs> so her podium is Max, uh, Max, Ferrari, one of the Ferraris, Perez or Russell. Mm, I see that and then she says Perez. Albon deserves to be on the podium. You know what? I think, uh, yeah. you know, I got to we got to be real careful with that because people yeah. like to use that deserve like. Like they used with Max. They always say, oh, well, Max mm-hmm. deserved to be champion. Well, hell, a lot of drivers that work season in, season out, week in, week out, deserve yeah. it. But do they have the capabilities to get it? Did they earn it? Like they earn it. They deserve the right to earn that podium. They deserve the yeah. right to earn that championship. And so many times we go on into that deserved word when AD 2021 yeah. comes up. It's not about if Max deserved it. Max didn't legitimately win it. He was getting yeah. his ass gapped 10 to 14 seconds <laughs> and the minister of defense, along with a scandal, had to take place in order for him get, to get that. So Albon yeah. 
deserves the opportunity like anybody else. And I hope the opportunity presents itself and he's able to I get that too. podium. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm too. with you on that. Yeah, agreed. I feel you. Because um, I feel like, especially with race strategy and the car being suited for the track, I think he can definitely be in the in contention. Yes. Um, for me, my podium prediction is going to end up being Max P1, most likely. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... Oof. I feel like a lot could potentially happen. I do agree that Perez will most likely try to make some sort of run for podium. Yeah. So I can see him being like ending up being P2. Okay. Um, maybe like Perez, Leclerc, P2. Okay. Um, and then science. So, yeah, I think I think between the Ferraris and the Red Bull, it's going to be some combination of those four. OK, unless something crazy happens. Right. Uh, you know, some sort of like failure or something. Exactly. I think it, uh, barring that, I think it's going to be some combination of those four. So I agree. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be my prediction. Not as fun. I like being delusional, uh, but, you know, every time I'm delusional, it just never happens. So <laughs> let me try to be analytical this time. Let me try to. I, I, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Do you have any like other race predictions for tomorrow? Are you excited? Nah, I'm, I'm ready. You know, I'm popped off. Yeah. You know, get up like usual, get prepared yeah. and, and sit down and watch it and then go live about it later on. So I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. A, I'm very a little bit more excited about this race than I have been about so many other races. So, What's that? you know, I think because one, we had a complete dry weekend, yeah. which I know some people say, well, I like it the other way because you never know what happened. That's true. But I think if we don't have that, then maybe Albon doesn't get the opportunity that he does for that car to completely come alive the way it needs to. Right. And other situations don't happen. So I think when you have these situations and drivers like Albon do what they do, it's purely on merit and the team's setup. It's nothing else added yeah. into that. So that's yeah. why I've liked this weekend after so many adverse condition weekends. It's good to see this yeah. weekend. So people can say you can't discredit this guy and his team anymore. It's dry conditions, nothing else. They're getting it on merit. Absolutely. I agree. 100%. Um, so you said tomorrow you're going live after the race. Where can oh, people find yeah. you? Yeah, Wolfpack Performance on the YouTube. And tomorrow I'm doing something special. We got somebody who's going to win a $50 or $25 gift card. We also have somebody who's going to get the VIP box. So somebody hey. will get their VIP box. And I'm also giving away an official poster from Alfa Romeo signed literally by Bajo and Valtteri. So a viewer is going to get that yeah, piece awesome. of art to hang on their wall. I'm giving back to the community. So somebody's going to win that. I'm going to spin the wheel. Yeah. And a lucky viewer, I'm going to ship it out to them. And that one was the first one off the auction block. So it literally, it, it was over $1,000 to wow. get that piece of art in. So somebody's going to get that. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, so definitely wow. iTunes, podcast, all that stuff, and uh, also Apple podcast. So hit me up. Nice. Tune in, basically, is what yeah, you're saying. Nice. Like, you don't want to miss this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I know you have a lot going on today. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to me about quality and the race um, and about Max. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you guys all at home for listening. Thank you guys so much, as always, for spending your time with us. Like I said earlier, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you enjoyed this video. Give us some thumbs up. Uh, stars, all of that on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I've been Tasha. I really appreciate you guys as always. And please remember, no matter what happens, keep it on the black stuff. Right. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>